the flag of the state of Israel. That familiar sight, a white flag with two blue stripes and a mug and dove it in the center. A flag is not unique to just the state of Israel. Every nation has a flag which they bring into battle with it, a flag which represents their nationalhood. In fact, the Jewish people in Parshas Bamidbar are commanded that each tribe should have their own individual flag, which the Midrashim go a great length to detail what each flag looked like and how the depictions on each flag represented accurately what that tribe stood for. Our flag, where did it come from, the current state of Israel's flag? It's a little unclear because multiple people claim credit for it. But what we do know is as follows, that when you look at the flag with its two stripes, what it seems to resemble is a talus, and that actually is what the designer wanted to convey, that it should look like a talus. In fact, if you look in the Prima Godim, which is an early, uh, an early 18th century Polish commentator on the Shulchan Aruch, Rabbi Joseph ben Meir Tomim, he says that we have a talus, and on the talus we should put two Two blue, he writes blue, not black. Many people have black, some people have blue, but many people have black stripes on the talus. Two blue stripes to Zecher in remembrance of the Tcheles. Uh, it's interesting, my brother once asked Rebelski why we have black on our talus if now, if back then, the Premier Godem already says you should have blue. And he gave two answers. One answer he said was there's a debate when we talk about Tcheles, the color of blue, well, how dark do we mean? What shade of blue is it? Some say it's blue, like, you know, a, a lighter blue, and some say it's a much darker blue, almost like a blackish blue, and that's why it became black. And then he said perhaps one can argue that once the state of Israel adopted the flag, uh, the blue of the fl to be on the flag, so people were uncomfortable. Those who were opposed to Zionism were uncomfortable walking around with a flag on their back, and so they changed the color to black. Again, there's, there's not a halacha, it's just a custom, and that's why they did so. But be it as it may, we have a flag which has two blue stripes representing the talus, the tchelis on a talus, and then a mug and david, which in and of itself is a very curious symbol. It's ubiquitous within our Jewish tradition, everyone associates Mug and David with Judaism, but it's very unclear how exactly that came to be. The great scholar Gershom Sholem has a long essay where he basically says it's not a Jewish symbol at its core, it's, its source, but yet it has been adopted. It's also interesting because it's very possible it was hoisted upon us by the uh, by the anti-Semites who forced us to wear these yellow badges, um, or these, or in earlier in the, in the Muslim world to wear that to wear some sort of mug and double to, to identify us as the uh, sub the, the sub uh, the sub category the sub. Uh, nation that was living among them. Or Moshe Feinstein the Chuva writes as well, I don't know where it came from, but perhaps the idea is that you have corners, you have pointing to all all directions in order to show that Hashem is everywhere. Okay, so the, the Mugan David, even if it does not have a uh, Jewish uh, origin, it certainly has been adopted and it's you can find it in all, all graves and all and all shoals and all parochuses, enough that it seems to say, you know, as we say, that it clearly it's been adopted and therefore it has some sort of significance. Which really leads us to the following question, and that is, what significance does the flag have? After all, it does symbolize Jewish peoplehood and our nationalhood, but is there any kedusha, is there any sanctity to the flag? Or is it like every nation has a flag? We too have a flag. Rabbi Salvechik has an amazing idea, and he writes as follows, that when we're not going to argue that the, the, the flag in and of itself has a sac sacredness, a sanctity, like a Sefer Torah. That's clearly not true. But what he writes is as follows. The Gemara, the, the, the Yorid, in the Shulchan Aruch and Yoridea says that when someone is martyred, we don't bury them in the regular burial shrouds. Someone who passes away, we bury them in special shrouds. If someone is martyred, we bury them in the clothes that they are wearing, full of the blood that was spilled when they were murdered. 
Why is that? The Shulchan Aruch says because we hope that the bloody clothing will arouse mercy from above. That the fact that we're burying someone, it's clear that they were murdered for being a Jew, it will arouse mercy from above. Says Rabbi Soloveitchik, when you, he looks at the flag, he doesn't just see a flag that's, that waves on a hilltop, but what he sees is the blood and the sweat and the tears and the hopes and the, and the, the aspirations of, Jewdy, of, of, of Torah Jew, of Jewry from, from time immemorial going all the way through the state of Israel. That when you look at the flag, he, he sees the, the specks and, and, the, and, the, and the, the buckets of blood that went into allowing the state of Israel to flourish. And that gives it a sanctity no, no different than the sanctity that the clothing of a martyr has, and therefore it puts, gives it a very special status. Oh, she'll be so elite.